Hello, my name is Audrey Cullinan. And I'm Bella Boone. And welcome to the Night After Podcast, where we evaluate and discuss some of your favorite or least favorite movies. <laughs> and so in today's episode, we will be talking about the movie Don't Worry Darling, directed by Olivia Wilde. Okay, now we're going to be jumping into the summary. Don't Worry Darling is a 2022 thriller starring Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. Although life for Pugh's character Alice seems perfect, she starts to notice the hidden darkness behind the cracks of her world. Though she is told to never question the victory program, the employer of all the men and the creator of her society, Alice has to debate whether she should stay passive at her husband's side or break her cracked life to find something real. So now is the time we're going to be dropping all them juicy, juicy spoilers. Ooh, it's getting it's, it's ooh, getting a little hot it's in here. Exciting. So in case you haven't already watched the movie or seen the TikToks. Spoiler alert, it's a simulation. Yeah. So Harry Styles basically just puts these little creepy like eyelash curler mm-hmm. contact lenses in Florence Pugh's eyes. And she puts a little IV in there. She's down on her bed. She's got an IV. Mm-hmm. So she's just strapped down in bed in a coma, looking up at a projector that morphs her into the simulation. Yeah. And this is why she, whenever she goes to touch the AQ, it mm-hmm. is like the HQ is like the transportation back yeah it's bringing her back to reality so that is definitely the main spoilers that it is in a simulation yeah. the second one is that harry styles is actually evil because evil. he's doing this he's in his little life. little incel little my alpha podcast <laughs> why women's like he's a little freak yeah so there's our juicy juicy spoilers okay so we're gonna get into some things we liked about the movie and some things that we didn't like so much but not in a in a super film bro yeah oh i loved the cinematography we're talking purely entertainment what did yeah. we like when were we bored what the did pacing, what was not it the pacing yeah the pacing. how did we enjoy this movie where did we get bored yeah. you know how was it fun overall i had a great time i i said this before i think the point of the movie was kind of like hey oh this is um like, the whole point is the simulation is basically an escape. Yeah. And I felt that as I was watching the movie. I saw it with my mom, and we yeah. were both like, this is so fun. This like, obviously, it's a thriller, but, like, it, yeah. they go to ballet class, and, and it like, was just it was just an escape. It was an escape It was movie. a little spooky. That made me not, get, like, get bored. Like, I'm sure eventually yeah. if it was just the same thing, I'd start being like, okay, what, you know, they, they didn't make her midwife little era before she got crazy too long. Mm -hmm. They made it a good amount of time where I was like, okay. Like, they didn't just make it, boom, crazy. Like, you could really see her descent into madness or Mm -hmm. for her her clarity. Yeah. So I did really, like, it it kept you, like, it was a thriller. It kind of kept you wanting more. I obviously was really downplayed. Everyone was like, it's bad, it's bad. But when I went in, so I went in kind of with low hopes, I guess. But when I watched it, I was really memorized, like, it reeled me and like it was literally hypnotizing me and so everything that was happening all these plot twists and everything it really took me for a loop especially since a lot of the plot twists were really well thought of like some of them were like Olivia Wilde's character everything combined I was never really expecting I mean you know so I really liked the music I really liked the cinematography the music where they're like ooh, ooh, like all that like kind of like I felt the emotion that Florence character was f- like feeling all the time. Yeah, like the movie did a really great job of putting us in Florence Pugh's yeah, shoes definitely. and making her really empathize with her situation. 
Yeah. If we want to talk a little bit more about character development, we can talk about like what her journey was throughout the movie. Like definitely yeah. the movie I think has a lot of static characters throughout it. Like something I noticed was uh Gemma Chen's character who is the wife of the mm-hmm. the wife of Chris Pine. Or Frank, I think. So I feel like she was supposed to have a bigger character arc, but they cut it for time. Because mm-hmm. Spoiler. Yeah, like this is we're entering spoiler. We're, we're entering entering a spoiler zone. Entering the spoiler after zone. Florence Pugh kills her husband. Yeah. This kind of prompts Gemma. I don't know what her character's name is. Gemma Chen's character yeah. to kill Chris Pine because mm-hmm. he is quote unquote lost lost the reins. Yeah, everything is going crazy. to shit now. He's crazy. So she kills him and is mm-hmm. like her lines. Her final lines were like. Now it's my turn. I feel like we missed a lot. Yeah, of like that what drove her? We didn't really see her. We, what she, drove okay, her? Okay, number one, she has no mo- no motivations. Mm-mm. We know nothing about this. She stuck up for him at the dinner party. So I know. So what? It's it, going on it, here. It seems like there was a lot that they cut down for time. That's what I think. That yeah, I think that makes a lot and of I, sense. And I think her character was one of the ones that suffered one of the biggest yeah detriments I've, due to been, the cutting would have been nice to see that i know because i i just feel like there would have been more about her and being yeah. at her husband's side like she definitely knew what was happening of course i want to hear her motivations like we know olivia wilde's motivation so yeah. why is she here so there was a definitely like a lot of static characters but and she was one of them but people like florence Pugh. I think Olivia Wilde had kind of a good arc. I she loved, did yeah. stay static, but the way of revealing was kind of seemed. I was really surprised by yeah. that. So yeah. to know what was really bad with the movie, you need yeah. to know the full plot. Because going in, I would say like the first mm-hmm. three acts, three out of four, yeah. I thought it was great. I, and then the plot twist happened and you're like, what? what? For a little context, yeah. basically Harry Styles and all of the... Men. men and the husbands in the community and the head of victory I don't victory that's the frank, program i think i don't know chris pine's character frank I it's think. basically all a simulation that the men are putting under yeah. them and their women yeah to basically give themselves a perfect life even though the men yeah. end up working hours and hours for this victory initiative just yeah. to leave home just to leave their wives just to leave them you know, alone and just to leave them alone all day to just be housewives yeah and, of course, some, I think also Frank and the doctor, Dr. Collins, they both are behind this. And some mm-hmm. women do know about it, but most yeah. women don't. It's just all of that. So, it, one thing I could say that I did dislike, a couple things. I felt like there were some plot holes. I feel like I came out no, of it asking some questions. I, I was like, I think, I think that um, they could have done a better job at foreshadowing it because i feel like looking back some of it made sense but i wanted there to be more so once they revealed it i was like oh that's why xyz happened like you know what i mean i feel like there could have been a little more hints i was suggesting this after i watched it i was thinking they they had a bunch of little earthquakes that they didn't really explain and they did a a good job when after she first starts to realize what's happening and Mm -hmm. she starts to like think am i going crazy I mm-hmm. thought they did a couple good yeah. little foreshadowing bits, like when Some the, symbolism the in wall there. and the glass is, like, closing in yeah. on her. I thought that was really good. No, yeah, that's... And, like, 
like some quite like i was so confused because i'm like okay if she's a little surgeon if she's a working girl why is nobody looking for her like yeah. she works people mm-hmm. know who she is she's not like harry who's a little loner freak yeah and so Does she have what family, like? the other thing i'm thinking about is like she definitely had a full life mm-hmm. but we see when it cuts to the real life she's yeah. like strapped down in bed yeah. Her eyes are peeled open, okay. and she's being injected with the simulation. <laughs> My thought is, in the end of the movie, when she does eventually, like, after mm-hmm. the car chase, she goes through the simulation again, she gets free, mm-hmm. we hear a breath. So she wakes up, but she's still tied down in her bed. Yeah. And we know, Olivia Wilde's character's like, they're coming to kill you. What happens after the credits roll? She just dies anyways. Yeah, like sh- they're you know what I mean. Fine. Yeah. So there. Was so like, I thought that ending was a little bit like. There's not some great. some lot holes definitely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the symbolism in this movie and kind of our theories behind different points of this movie. Well, so for me, I know while I was watching the credits roll. Mm-hmm. Walking out of the theater, screaming, me and my mom crying. sit down in the car. We're driving home. Um, we look at each other. We're like, "Okay, so what just happened?" Yeah, like, let's let's sit down for this. So, number one, I think the biggest question for me, at least, mm-hmm. there were two things that were kind of repeated as like a little symbol or a little motif throughout the movie that never really came through. Mm-hmm. I guess number one was the red plane. Obviously, she yeah. sees the red plane crash. And that's kind of what prompts her to escape. That's kind of what prompts her to ask these questions. I read up some little but theories about the red back. plane. I read up some little theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Margaret has the red plane too. She's holding it while she mm-hmm. kills herself. So yeah. why, what, what do you think the so red plane is all about? There's two little symbolism like stuff, theories about this plane. One of them was that um, the plane in a coma, um, the brain can cause people to dream about things that are happening around them so it could be like i don't know maybe a plane was passing by while she was you know in the little bed that is something that we see but she originally just sees a plane flying and to me i thought it looked like it went through a force field or something and then it crashes Mm -hmm. so like there definitely was something there that was not added on you're definitely right about the red plane and how it, I, th- I think it is kind of, it was supposed to be more of a way that she is realizing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is supposed to be just like a red herring, and it just wasn't well done. And I feel like they did cut some of that, or at least it wasn't the, bed, the best red herring. Yeah, they left But it definitely was a red herring. I wish we could have had more time with yeah. Gemma Chang's character, Shelly, and we could have learned more about that. But it definitely does seem like they cut a lot of the cut script. Of yeah. So one thing that needs to be kind of kept in mind is mm-hmm. what is happening during a coma. Because that's basically what Florence Pugh's character is going coma. through. She's yeah. basically just in a coma, in her bed, being plugged into the Matrix. Basically. You know what I mean? So, Bella, do you want to tell us a little bit yes. about what happens during a coma? I did some research about medically induced comas and, like, how the dreaming reality versus, you know. And apparently there was this woman, I, I think they only told me her first name, Claire, and she was in a medically induced coma. I don't know, remember what for what reason, but she said she dreamed about a, a ton of different things. But one thing she really, really remembered was Alaska and why it was so crazy that she was imagining this was because she never 
wanted to go to Alaska, never had the need to. Like, it would never, she was like, why am I dreaming about this? To later find out that um, the nurse to keep, you know, while Claire was in a coma, she would get a fever. So the nurses would put ice packs on her to make her, you know, feel, Mm -hmm. you know, basically that's kind of why she was having all these dreams was because Alice is being told these things while she's in this coma. That's the reason why they remember the same three things. All these women remember the three. Yeah, like three they places were saying, they meet, three places they go to college. Yeah, it was, we all met when we were on a train. So like, it does make sense. It does actually give more of a realistic perspective yeah. because if you go into this movie, like I, that wasn't really a trigger for me thinking like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so that is kind of an example of foreshadowing that doesn't really work as well because we didn't know the information, but mm-hmm. it's a cool Easter egg to come back yeah. with this idea of what really happens yeah. to make it more clear. Make it more clear. Uh, I think that's so interesting. I know, it really is. Yeah, let's get into some final little thoughts. I gave it, I think I gave it three stars in Letterbox. It was good. It was a great thriller. If I, I would put that on with some friends, it was a little good thriller. If you want to do the whole get into yeah, it, like, and there's definitely some things that could be improved, but I definitely think it's a very great movie, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I would agree with you that it isn't the best movie. It isn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it was entertaining. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It was a little escape movie. I related to just watching the movie. I feel like I related to her character a lot, even though I have nothing in common with yeah. Pew's character, but... I just really enjoyed all the cinematography, all the set designs, the costumes. I just really felt transported into this world, which was kind of the goal of the movie. So I do really appreciate that. I really enjoyed it. And even though the plot twist didn't make the most sense, I would watch it again. I had, like, I will say there's a, like, there's a good movie and a bad movie. There's a movie I'll watch once and it can be good. Like, I probably watch it again. I would watch it again. It's like, it is a kind of movie that I would turn on when I'm sick. It's a movie that I would watch with my friends and I'd yeah. secretly know the plot twist and I'd be watching them slowly Just get it. uncover it, it yes. and slowly. And I'd be like, I already And know. I would enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening to the Night After podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bella. And thank you to the JBHS Dispatch newspaper for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you so much. Come back next week and always remember... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>